두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Coronaviruses quickly together. Um, yeah, it's only been what like three or four months since I had it. Hopefully, it's just another cold. I feel like I've been uh, sick since November. Yeah, I don't have kids though, so I don't know why I would keep getting sick. <laughs> kids are germ factories, but if you go to the gym all the time, people are sweating everywhere at the gym, getting their germs everywhere. I'm not wiping things down. Even if they do, it doesn't matter. It's just a towel. What's that going to do? Bad place for Uh, if Yeah, if I have COVID again, I'm going to be pissed. If I die from COVID, you got to get my ashes to Amina from twice. It's up to you. All right. You should be like, what the fuck are these? Yeah. I mean, if I have COVID again, it might be hard to get them out of the country based on who's left in the government. Because if I'm dying from COVID... I'm bringing them with me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Minsan, konnichiwa. This is Content Sewer. We're watching anime Oof. from Japan. I wish we didn't. God. That's bad. This one. Fuck this movie. Content I've Sewer. never had a movie experience where there's been so much exposition where I understood so little. Otashi wa, Kyle. I don't know how to say your name is Sean in Japanese. <laughs> Kyle Sean, Content Sewer. We review Netflix films. We decided to watch an anime. It, um, I felt like watching anime. It was... It probably could have made a better choice. This one wasn't very good. Um, before we talk about... Babadu. Babadu! Do you know Steven Seagal? Of course, he's one of our most celebrated blues guitar men, right? We're all aware of that. Right. <laughs> Do you know he did a dance hall album? Oh, I wasn't aware he did a dance hall album. Yeah, it's like I've only He's heard got some, one like, song, uh, like some Native American folk <laughs> stuff too. Only heard one song, but it was like can't remember what it was, but it's something about trying to get the Punani, and he's doing you know like a fake. Oh Jamaican wait, I did like, know I, I did hear the one Punani song. It's like uh, oh, do it for the Punani shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's probably one of the best songs I've heard in a while. Steven Seagal, he's just... Steven, Steven, every day. You gotta see Seagal, Seagal, every day. <laughs> he's a talented guy. Yeah, yeah. You think no you way could... is he a caricature. You think you could beat him a in a fight? caricature. Oh, how could, how could I beat Steven Seagal in a fight? He he would just do his weird... Hakito? Uh, Hakito at me, and I'd go flying <laughs> through the air with the greatest of these. Yeah, you'd go to throw a punch and he'd uh he'd use his chi to capture your wrist and flip you over. And you'd have a heart attack. Because of uh Akito, the most effective. Then I'd martial shit my arts. Pants. 
Yeah, that's why you see a lot of guys in MMA are Aikido practicers, right? Well, they just don't have the raw, the raw power for it, you know? The raw tenacity. Was that dude, uh, Xu Xiaodong in China, who was beating up all the Tai Chi masters? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. I'd like to see him beat up Steven Seagal. Well, you're right. Steven Seagal already got his ass kicked, didn't he, right? By, uh, By uh, LeBeau. LeBeau. And he shit himself. He did that famous Aikido move where you shit your pants. So the thing about LaBelle is he's also um, a well-known liar or exaggerator. But there's other people who um, corroborated right. the, yeah, that's that the story. So story that, that one might be true. Talk about. Uh, LaBelle is like an actual <coughs> um, jujitsu guy. guy. Yeah. So he's he's like legitimate too, but he does exaggerate a bunch of his stories. But the that's, the, that's martial arts real. guys for you, baby. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Didn't uh, uh, John Claude Van Damme want to fight Steven Seagal at one point? And Steven Seagal repeatedly ran away. I think so. And John Claude Van Damme um, was the actual kickboxer, so he could probably beat the shit out of Steven Seagal. He didn't fight uh, in I think the Kumite, he could probably though. Beat the shit out of uh, Steven Seagal. I, even right now, as sick as I am, I think I could probably take Steven Seagal. Well, I mean, in this day, I, I can't imagine Steven Seagal as much of a challenge. He's got to be like close to seventy and about one hundred and twenty pounds overweight. I'm, he might be more overweight than that. I know. In I was. Most, I don't know how tall he is. I was kind of being generous. His most recent movies, he's like doesn't even like stand up. They like he film every scene, so sitting, sitting in chairs and stuff. Like he'll even do like fight choreography from sitting down. Developed his own new uh, Aikido style, <laughs> Cherokee. Well, I mean, when you achieve that, great. If you stand up, the sheer force of will, several women will get pregnant. Oh, he's also um, a sex predator too, right? <laughs> yeah, well, not Steven Seagal. I think that yeah, I thought he was. Yeah. He like um, sure. He's like did movies. like casting couch shit for his shitty movies or something. I don't remember the details, but I think he's a creepo. Which makes sense. Everything else about him is uh, pretty disgusting. Uh, shit. Uh, Babadoo. Oh, I also, I was just like real hot for anime this week, I guess. So I decided to finally watch um, the Chainsaw Man anime. And your your thoughts on Just Chainsaw read the manga. And the <laughs> just read the manga. It's uh, 12 episodes for the first season. Uh, it doesn't get interesting until like the eighth episode, which is not good. <laughs> and then um, we'll talk about this more when we talk about Babaru too, because it has a lot of the same problems that most anim- modern anime does. <coughs> but um, <clears throat> I hate the uh, HD digitally assisted anime animation style the anime has now. The how soft the lines are, and like the color grading. And, and uh, especially how the characters move in the um, digital backgrounds and shit. You know? Like, there's a the first major fight scene in Chainsaw Man where he first turns into Chainsaw Man and takes place in a warehouse. And they establish, like, the spacing and size of the warehouse beforehand. But then as soon as the action kicks off, it's like, oh, this warehouse is, like, 500 feet tall and two miles long now. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're doing, like, crazy anime jumps and, like, throwing each other, like, 300 feet. Just like, yeah, just the the way the characters are moving through the space, and it's just like one continuous wall of, you know, warehouse texture, but the amount of space that the characters clear, it's like, yeah, this is a mile-long warehouse now. I don't know. They're just like not... Well, <laughs> The realism you. isn't there for you. Let's fucking get into it. There's um, 
major problem with anime production in Japan and also the film industry in Japan. <coughs> and that is production committees. Let's talk about how production committees are ruining the arts in Japan. Um, a lot of this I got from an anime producer, Toshio Okada. He talks, he's talked about this quite extensively. So in Japan, they have uh, production committees for movies, anime, series, blah, 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 blah. Basically, production committees are um, come, third-party companies come in and invest money into production, right? For anime. Um, which, you know, whatever, that's how movies are made in Hollywood and shit too, right? Problem is, though, um, these Japanese companies that have been in the game for a long time producing anime... Um, don't want to increase production costs or lose their own um, power over the production, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, say they can only invest, like, uh, say, like a TV station wants to produce Chainsaw Man, but they can only invest a million dollars, right? But they want to have at least fifty percent of control of the anime, right? Chainsaw Man is a huge property. It's it's become a big hit. They knew it was going to be a big hit beforehand. But theoretically, you'd want to spend as much money as possible, especially because it's going to be a guaranteed hit, right? But like I said, TV station only has like a million they can put into it, and they don't want to lose um, over... The, uh, they don't want to lose majority control of the production. So they'll <coughs> just set a hard cap of two million on the anime since they can only invest a million. Uh, to guarantee they have majority control. And then um, that means, you know, got to cut corners. Workers don't get paid, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these production companies will take outside investment because obviously anime is a huge industry worldwide. There's worldwide interest in producing anime, right? Um, no. Say that they get like $10 million from a Chinese company. What they'll do is they'll chop it up and spread it across multiple animation productions mm. so that they once again won't lose majority control of any of the actual show yeah so yeah so they will they'll just cap everything at a million dollars production and that's why there's so much anime being produced and it's uh never looked worse and the workers aren't getting the pay has never increased um studios go out of business all the time etc 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 so basically um capitalism strikes again uh, anime now is um you... I'm, I'm pretty sure capitalism officially <laughs> distributes um production and wealth so i don't know what you're talking about yeah uh so anime now right is um makes a lot of money itself the anime does just from advertisement especially it's popular but uh, i mean nowadays it's more about um selling merchandise and shit right well yeah well how could it not be mm-hmm so uh they're just uh, it, like all other companies you can think of it's uh, we need constant growth we need a return on investment we're not really willing to risk anything we're not willing to pay the workers we just need as much profit as possible so they um don't put any money into production they don't pay the workers they just turn it out really quick really cheap and then all you assholes who are just buying anime figurines and funko pops and fucking wall scrolls and bullshit are just lining the pockets of these terrible corporations so if you're a fan of anime you're fucking you're the problem i hate you yeah you the consumer are the problem (laughs) oh that reminds me um 
if you were going to be a professional wrestler, do you think you could work heel or do you think you would have to work face? Oh, I don't know. How, what kind of heel would give me? Give me? <laughs> well, I was thinking if maybe um, <laughs> the best professional wrestlers, you just do kind of an exaggerated version of yourself, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. So I was thinking if I was going to be a professional wrestler, I would basically work like what I just said. I would be like, I'm in professional wrestling because I think it's performance art. All you consumer boners who are out here buying merchandise and this evil corporation I have to work for for me to do my art, blah, 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 blah. I think I would have to work heel if I was going to do that character, right? Plus, you probably generate tons of heat. Yeah, I guess. It's one of those ones that's like not really a heel, but like... If you, go, if you go out and constantly accuse like the the consuming audience of yeah <coughs> then you yeah, can work you slack jawed no no nothings yeah yes i think just, I just, just buying and buying to fill some empty void in your hearts mm-hmm. i think that's what i do yeah, i'm just, I'm just doing rick rude but in like from a uh, anti-capitalism slant instead of like your slob yeah, pretty much, right? I mean, I could also do the slob stuff, too. I'd be like, yeah, I'm better looking than you. And I'm an artiste. You loses. You goddamn loses. But you could, it could easily. Hey, give him this man on the phone. We got we got a gimmick. I think you could easily do a face turn with it, too, though. Like, standing up to the man, like Stone Cold. Yeah. Standing up to Stone Cold, specifically. Um, No, I mean, the Stone Cold. I know what you to, to Yeah, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, I he think... was part. Of, he then he joined Mr. McMahon, didn't he? In the end, like years later, I stopped watching wrestling, but I'm pretty sure that was the game. Oh uh, yeah, towards like the end of the Attitude Era, he became a corporate Stone Cold, which was obviously a mistake. And then he he like walked out shortly after that, I believe. I don't know. You have kind of like a Ricky Steamboat vibe. You might have to work babyface. <laughs> That's fine. I never loves Ricky Steamboat. That's yeah. You think about Ricky Steamboat? Could you imagine him being a heel? No. What is he fucking no. doing? Well, how did you get Ricky Steamboat to be a, ste- a heel? Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Like, how would you do it? That's even like um back in the like, day when Gaijin would go work in Japan. They were usually the evil heels, but like Ricky Steamboat in Japan can't can't be a heel. That's like uh, even Sting a little bit. Like, how do you make Sting a heel? Apparently, when he was um in the Dingo Warriors or whatever with Ultimate Warrior, yeah, but that was when he was first starting out. Doesn't count. Or the Blade Runners, they were called, right? Yeah, I think they were heels for a little bit doing that, but yeah, I don't think he ever did heel after that. Except for in um, NWO times, when it's like, "Whoa, whose side is Sting on? What's he gonna do?" And they started baseball batting everyone. That shit sucked. Remember, it took like a year and a half for him to finally have a match with Hogan. <laughs> yeah, and then they fucking botched the fucking match. Yeah, they fucking botched that shit. WCW sucks. Uh, yeah, anyways, um, Netflix original films, huh? We watch Bubble or Babaru, which would be like how they would uh, spell it phonetically in Japanese. It is technically a Netflix original film. It's one of those cases where um, I think they just got distribution rights for it. Because, like, this came out in theaters in Japan and shit like that. I don't think Netflix was involved in production. Um, because, like I said, <laughs> I'm guessing the production committees wouldn't allow Netflix to invest any money. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing, too. Netflix could has enough money, or other studios do have enough money. They could just produce their own anime, in theory. And they have, I haven't think, they? Um, the Cyberpunk one is uh, Netflix 
produce the studio that did it is um trigger which is like a major yeah. anime studio but i think it's netflix's uh production yeah so i mean yeah like the times are gonna change probably i don't think they're gonna get any better for the actual animators and the workers but well, why would they How yeah. the, how's the visual effects guys go i don't know man everything looks bad Bubba-doo! After bubbles that broke the laws of gravity rained down upon the world, cut off from the outside world, Tokyo has become a playground for a group of young people who have lost their families. I guess. Yeah, well, that's as good as <laughs> you're going to get for this goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> what characters we got in this movie? We got uh, Hibiki. He's the main character. Yeah, we got Hippie Kid. Um, what, no, what can you tell me about our main character, Hibiki? He's fucking personality-less. He's a real dick. He uh, has sensory perception issues. Uh, that's about it, though, right? <laughs> what else is going on there? Uh, and then, um, yep, he yeah. jumps good. He's a real good jumper. He's good at parkour. He's a dick to his friends. Parkour. His friends, air quotes. I don't. There's just some. There's a bunch of characters in this movie. I don't know what's going on with them yeah, or what their motivations are. Really bad character designs too. Everything is so bland in this movie. Even like uh What? Utah. You didn't like the Undertakers? All my homies hate Undertaker. <laughs> uh yeah, Hibiki uh he crashes into uh the the whirlpool. I forget what they call it, the ant lion pit. Yeah. And uh he meets a bubble woman named Utha, who's uh <laughs> Lilu Dallas basically, but um, <laughs> yeah, the fucking if, I love imagine, girls, yeah. Yeah, imagine if Lila Dallas multipass was um <coughs> not a character. You know what I mean? Imagine if she wasn't just, really a character anyways. Well, even worse. Imagine if just like the she you know, just like her and the little strappy thing not ever having any lines. You know, the very early on Lila Dallas in like the first half an hour of the movie. Imagine if she didn't grow at all beyond that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, this she Lily Dallas read books in this one. She read the she, did the, math. she, she was really obsessed with spirals. I was like, man, what if this suddenly turns into Junji Ito's Uzumaki? I was, I'm like, I wonder if she really gets into spirograph. Yeah, she's uh, really into Little Mermaid and spirals. Yeah, uh, you know, the Little Mermaid has absolutely nothing to do with this story. I don't know why they keep bringing it up. Yeah, it's strange. Um, What's really interesting about it, though, is they try to do... Um, this is pretty common in modern anime films, in my experience. <coughs> and they're generally actually pretty successful at it, in my opinion. That uh, the end of the movie builds to like a major emotional crescendo between like the two characters the two love interests interests and it has like a bro- I like that has a lot of like broader things to say about um men and man's relationship to man and blah blah they try to do that in this movie but they forgot to develop any relationship between the two characters or to develop personalities for the characters. Well, and also at the very end, they literally have nothing to say about love or anything. It's just yeah, like, it's hey, just here's the, some cliches. <laughs> yeah, it's really just the universe exists. There's the big... The human heart can feel love. There was a big bang once, and here we are. <laughs> the little mermaid turned nice. into bubbles. Or sea foam. She loved the prince. <laughs> she loved him. She loved him so much, and then there was a heart in a beat, and uh, and we came together. The particles did. All right, peace out. 
And the revelation at the end, too, where it's like, oh, you were the bubble that I talked to when I was a kid and the explosion happened. It's like, so what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care. What was the whole point of the bubbles again? I don't, we, we don't, I don't know. We don't fucking know. They're here. They're gone. They're, they're back again. Well, there was mean, up Tokyo. There's mean bubbles. And why are we bubbles. doing parkour games? I fuck me. We're doing parkour games. And fuck you. Give us your goddamn rise if you lose and you die. It's Battlecore. Whatever. Uh, yeah, also, they can just leave Tokyo. No, they, I mean? they're traumatized because they're orphans that the bubbles killed their parents. I mean, but his mom, Hibiki's mom, wasn't even with him in the tower. She might yeah, be alive. The bubbles killed their, his mom, though. That's Obviously, that's what happened. He's, I don't, it doesn't seem like he ever even checked. We don't, you know, honestly, for how much they've shown us and how much exhibition there is, there is so little we understand about this fucking movie. Well, yeah, it's like nonstop exposition. The movie starts, first of all, the movie has an opening theme and an ending theme, like a fucking episodic serial anime. Fucking, that's the lamest shit ever. So that sucks. But then immediately, it's here's some exposition about what Battlecore is. Battlecore. No, no, no. It was perfectly natural. The guy's like, I'm new here. How do you play this game? Yeah, and Battlecore is um parkour they do through the ruins of Tokyo the for um supplies. But they're not cut off from society at all. Yeah. And um Yep, they're not. One of the, In fact, the, one of the teams is streaming it and they're sponsored. And yeah, they have they have a sub, like a submarine. In like jet boots, water jet, jet boots, boots, and so like uh, they don't even need to w- win the rice. No, and for some reason they kidnap the big titty scientist lady. I guess just to get views. Yeah, well, you know, when you have a big titty scientist lady, you gotta kidnap her. Well, they made sure to put big titty scientist lady in it. I appreciate it though, because she's wearing nightgowns a lot. That's right, we're bringing back the nightgown stuff. <laughs> if you need a night, if you have nightgown pics, send them to. Probably Send them got. on in. I need uh, you got hot nightgown pics. That's what I'm all about. Uh, yeah, for, uh, it's uh, it also a movie. It's an hour and forty minutes. It moves a mile a minute, especially because nothing taking place matters. Is, yeah, like I, I maybe I don't understand the stakes, but it seems like there are no stakes. Yeah, are they actually gonna kill the scientist lady if if they lose? Well, I guess not because they're friends after that, anyways. And, like, they weren't particularly violent either. They were just fucking YouTubers. Well, let's, YouTubers can be pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, he falls into the pit. Oh, he meets Little Mermaid, Bubble Bubble Mermaid. Oh, the, he doesn't like her for some reason. <laughs> she saved his life, and he's like, oh, Mermaid. And then he's like, ah, oh, this is fucking weird. Uh, because she's a Little Mermaid doesn't talk at all. Or, like, not nearly enough to uh, develop the character at all. So that was a pretty this was a pretty smart choice they did there. <laughs> well, most of the characters don't talk enough to develop a character. Yeah, that's true. He's got an entire crew of parkour friends. And, like, I guess one of them likes Scientist Lady. Scientist Lady um, seems to be an adult that has a crush on Hibiki, who appears to be a teenager. But I mean, I mean that's what every every teenage boy's dream is to have a big titty scientist lady have a crush on him. I mean, it's the the Masato all the, all, every anime movie I watch these days, and I don't watch a lot. 
but it, they all feel like some uh, weird sort of uh, wish fulfillment slash dealing with childhood trauma that, uh, you know, you're not handling well. I don't know if they're that specific. I feel like it's more even broader than that, where most modern anime films are just kind of about having feelings in a general sense. Like, well, oh, man, it's crazy to be human, isn't it? I mean, again, that was the apex of this one. It's like, whoa, fucking human? Well, I can feel loneliness. Well, I guess we got to keep in mind, who do you think the target audience is for this? Oh, well, yeah, I know. We're making fun of 15-year-olds. Like the, the, the kid that you were lambasting on Twitter the other day that's like, I don't want to hear my parents do sex. Yeah, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> no, what's funny about it is it's not that they don't want, they don't want to hear the parents having sex. It's that uh, it's tra- trauma. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm traumatized. If you have sex in the same house as your children, you're a pedophile. You're creating PTSD. Yeah, you're a sex offender. The kids, man. The kids, they're fucking dumb. <laughs> Obviously not all kids, but... The kids, nah, I mean, the kids have always been fucking dumb. Yeah. They're fucking dumb. <clears throat> yeah, they're the worst. Especially the kids in this movie. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking they really losers. are fucking bad. Why does well, the, well, the one even... like leader uh, of the parkour group <laughs> has a crush on the scientist lady? I don't remember yeah. her name. Now I just want to call her Big Titty Scientist Lady because you're a misogynist. Uh, I'm trying to. What was her name? <laughs> you don't remember. No one remembers. I don't remember any of these names, but Habiki and Uta. Was it Usagi? Usagi Jimbo. The guy with the metal leg was Shin. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The leader man is Kai. I remember Hi. that because I figure if I ever go to Japan, it's going to be too hard for them to pronounce Kyle. It's gonna, I'm going to have to be Kai. I'll be Shin. Well, I'll be Kai Kai. Is it? I feel like it is Usagi. I don't know. But anyhow, yeah, uh, the leader man, Kai, he's got a crush on Usagi. I guess that's kind of that's kind of in the movie. Mostly he's just like, ah, what are you hugging him for? Hug me instead. He's one of those guys like, hey, where's my hug? <laughs> ugh, God, that was so ugh, so weird. <coughs> gross. I'm not even a girl, and I feel that grosses me out. I can only imagine how women feel. No, that's like straight up alpha shit. You gotta, <laughs> okay, and then. You gotta you walk in the room and you say, "Bitches, where's my hug at?" That's it. That's alpha <laughs> shit. Desperate for my, hugs. My non vagina instantly dries up. I'm desperate for hugs. I'm alpha. Uh, yeah. No, so I he's want a hug. I remember got, someone saying that in high school. I was like, Ugh, "Gross." He's got parkour friends that don't matter. He's got parkour enemies that don't matter. There's good bubbles and bad bubbles. I guess bad bubbles are red. Um, for some reason, the bubbles explode because of the Big Bang. And they're, they're angry about and... his song or something when he was a little boy. So it's really his fault. Uh, I guess that's one good thing I could say about the movie. I do like the um, uh, motif around the song, bubble song and how like that makes up the whole soundtrack. That's fun. And the music's kind of cute. Um, same thing with Chainsaw Man that I started off the podcast with, though. Um, I hate digitally assisted animation, how it looks, how soft the lines are, the way the color grading works. I don't like the way the characters move in the environment. Uh, something about this movie, especially, too, the movement is really stifled. It looks like there's like frames missing, right? Yeah, I didn't like 
this style of animation. Mm-mm, it's pretty all. bad. Uh, <laughs> I get Dragon Ball Z Super. I mean, they can't all be Studio Ghibli, I guess. But um, I mean, I mean, that's they if, should be. Very few of them could be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I uh, my favorite like working anime director is uh masaaki yuasa and uh i would just watch his movies instead of any of this shit because i imagine he's working with smaller budgets than Hayao Miyazaki or studio ghibli because he's not studio ghibli but his movies um have a lot more style to them the a lot more movement color experimentation this is just like fucking shovelware i guess you know what i mean like i said they well, they Netflix. just put, yeah they just produce tons of anime and like hopefully it's a hit gonna of catch. some kind yeah you know they, they oh, they're just they're, they're shotgunning they hope they make their money back and uh they hope that something really catches fire yeah and then i guess this anime is I'm, the target audience i'm sure is like teenagers young adults maybe and it's um it's a simple story a little bit too simple of a story it's like uh so the little mermaid is a disney film for like toddlers and stuff right well yeah but they're basing it off the actual um uh fairy tale yeah so but the um i mean the little mermaid the disney movies has way more going on than this movie does and it's for babies <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I will, I mean, yeah, you, you're not wrong. I mean, like, yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's there's, there's characters, there's arcs, there's, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's like motivation for the Little Mermaid, uh, and which is strange because all she really wants to do is, is walk on land and marry a prince, which is fine, but that seems to be more than Utah's got going on, right? Yeah, she's like, I saw, I saw a boy. There he is. Ooh, she's like, ooh, he heard my song. And now I'll become a human, a bubble human for some reason. But when only when he touches me, that I turn back to bubbles. So <laughs> that's there's so much pointless exposition in the movie, and the, nothing else in it makes sense. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know. Sometimes I'm like, maybe, maybe I don't have what it takes to be a writer. And other times I'm like, you know what? Other people are wrong. <laughs> Well, you don't have what it takes to be a writer because what it takes to be a writer is connections. <laughs> oh, man. Stephen King. Uh, Uta means to sing a song in Japanese. Oh, shit. You know um, Hikaru Utada? Utada Hikaru? The um, Japanese-American pop icon of the 90s? Uh, is Utada her real last name? I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, because you know her, she's her whole thing is um she's a singer. So what if she just changed her name to Uthala? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that's probably what it is. Um, no, it looks like that is her name. Wow, wow, how cool! Uh, that is their name. Uh, non-binary now. Non-binary. So I apologize. I didn't realize that. I hadn't. I haven't like listened to. Her, the, them in man i don't know years i guess like we were out will after this podcast so. so you were always gonna be my love that song is dope um a manga adaptation of the film by erubo hijihara debuted in shonen jump plus on april 22nd 2022 i think shonen jump plus is the online shit so 
Oh, that sounds, we'll throw anything out there. Yep, seems like a good place for it to be. It's a little bit like Netflix. We paid a guy $10 an hour to do this. Holy, due to the Warner Media Discovery merge, following Discovery's acquisition of Warner Media from AT&T, becoming known as Warner Bros. Discovery, Bubble marks the final Warner Bros. film to feature the Warner Media byline. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you are always gonna be my love. Utah. Man, this this movie sucked. I you know I was I would said that within the first five minutes I was like oh. So it's directed by uh, Tetsuro Araki, Araki, background. Who uh, I guess he seems to be more of a journeyman rather than uh, maybe like an auteur when it comes. How dare to... you take away his artistic vision? Well, um, he's known for directing a few episodes of Attack on Titan and death note and black lagoon and high school of the dead which were all manga adaptations so i mean what did he really have to do <laughs> <laughs> i guess good for him must you know he's he's out there you got to make an anime film um, you know it's good money if you can get it although no it's not maybe they'll let him make another one i don't know that was probably mm-hmm. a hit. Hey, what's the what was the uh, what's the the take on it? What's uh... let's check it out. Let's see how well it did in the Japanese theater. It made twenty seven dollars. And fucking the soundtrack has twenty one tracks on it. There's only like three songs in the movie. <laughs> uh, twenty seven different ways, and then the opening theme, of course. Um, it grossed $509,309. It definitely did not make its money back. Uh, Hopefully, Netflix uh, played a couple million for it. My body's like in open rebellion right now. I'm going to have to put it down. Quash this rebellion like Darth Vader. I don't think he did a very good job of that. I think it ends with him throwing the Emperor down a, a well, and then his body's burned by his son. So hmm. Maybe do a better job than Darth Vader. Yeah, hopefully Netflix did pay him a little bit of money. Yeah, because there's like no way this movie costs less than $500,000 to make. Not that it looks super expensive or is that good, but... um, There's just nothing going for... I, there's nothing going for anim- this movie. It's, it's an, it should just go away. It's an animated film, so it probably costs a lot of money to produce. <laughs> Let's take a look at Wit Studio, the production company responsible. Let's see what they've done. <clears throat> Founded June 1st, 2012 uh, by producers at Production IG as a subsidi- subsidiary of IG Port. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> much like the United States, um, everything produced Tangled in Web. Japan is it's, yeah, it's some tendril of a larger corporation. Uh, they've produced the first three seasons of Attack on Titan and uh, they produced Ranking of Kings, Spy Family, First season of Ancient Magus Bride and Vinland Saga. Vinland. These are all relatively popular anime series, I say, because I'm somewhat familiar with all of them, so they have to have broad enough appeal that someone who doesn't particularly pay that much attention to anime knows what they are. Um, that doesn't mean they're good, though, because much like my opinions about comic books lining up with Alan Moore, my opinions about anime... Kind of line up with Hayao Miyazaki. Anime was a mistake. Yep. 
It's like I, I think anime is like one of the greatest artistic endeavors of you know recent human history, but how it it's turned out, much like other things, is uh, you know just disappointing, sickening. Oh, well, they made some video games and Attack music videos. Oh, films! Here's all the films they made. Uh, the Empire of Corpses. Oh, I love that one. I'm gonna it's, open that in a new tab. It's an interesting title. Pokemon the movie, The Power of Us. Oh, that's like the fourth best Pokemon movie. And then a bunch of uh, Attack on Titans, uh, like OVAs. How many times can you attack Titan? That's my question. Attack on Titan. That title kind of doesn't... I guess you're probably not familiar with the anime or manga, right? I mean, are they attacking attacking Titan, the, the... The god or Titan, the uh, uh, the moon. Well, they actually uh, are the ones that get attacked by Titans. So it's kind of the Empire of Corpses. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the synopsis? In an alternate 18th century Britain, a scientist, uh. Victor Frankenstein, discovers a method of reanimating a corpse with a soul that could link, think, feel, and speak. So it's Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, I'm checking to see if they have any other. Um, oh, Ulysses S. Grant is in it. Um, I'm trying to see what other historical figures might show. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. I see oh, Sherlock hey. Holmes there. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, I guess Sherlock Holmes shows up at the end for like a little stinger. Uh, Watson, didn't I? Ha ha! Let's get the fuck out of here. Meets uh, Yamazawa Sago, who's uh, the. Leaders of the Japanese Imperial Army, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in this, it seems like. Man, anime. Oh, boy. They keep making them, too, huh? Crazy. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're bound to get ahead eventually. I mean, anime makes tons of fucking money. Once again, yeah, not, not for the creators or the artists or anything, but, you know. Well, for some of them. Yeah, some uh, manga creators do do end up doing pretty well. Akira Toriyama's doing all right for himself. All thanks to his video game series, Dragon Quest. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably, actually, the Dragon Quest games are pretty successful, too. He might have quite a bit of money off of that. I do love those Dragon Quest games. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since I played one. I guess it's been since I was a kid, but they're pretty good. Pretty cool movie. Nice storyline. But what is with the lips? Like, no, they are too realistic. What? <laughs> this is one of those pure teens I've been talking about. They're like, oh, I'm terrified of lips. I don't think that's a pure team. I just you gotta you gotta fool the <laughs> brain chemistry has been altered. Okay. We the end be. is the end is so sad, but the whole story is pure cuteness. Reminds me of Mary and the Flower of the Witch. Hmm. Okay. Solid. Love this retelling of the Little Mermaid. Ugh. Was it about Such the Little an... Mermaid? Such an aesthetically pleasing movie, and the story is also so touching. I love it. This is the exact opposite, in my opinion, of the movie. Yeah, Looks I hate bad. all these Story fucking sucks. There's barely even characters in this movie. There's, like, not even... Uta's the only character design that stands out in any way, and it's, like, fucking stupid. <laughs> She's got mismatched socks. Wow. Oh, I've, I've I've switched now to the least favorable reviews. The first like ten of them are in Spanish, so fucking the Spanish speaking world hates this movie. 
If Annihilation and Ponyo came together to make the worst, most confusing, and least interesting movie you've ever seen. I like the scenes where Bubbles stopped the conflict in Iraq. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> but the Bubbles were going to, like, stop <laughs> they're stopping all human suffering. Those were the good Bubbles, though, not the bad ones. The malevolent Bubbles. This uh, half-star review just says stop. Yeah, Japan. Stop, Japan. Come Knock on, on, Japan. Make a make, Ross. That bubble is going to be so jealous when he finds someone new. Yeah, what is he supposed to live the rest of his life <laughs> infatuated by this like child bubble? I mean, that kind of happens to people, right? Not no, he's got this big titty scientist lady coming after him. Not necessarily with bubble girls, but um, there's a lot of people on the internet, a lot of sad, lonely men. who are Yeah, because they don't have big titty scientist ladies lusting after them. That's the problem. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I could pick up a big titty scientist lady, but sometimes on the lonely nights, all I can think about is Mina from Twice. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's even creepier because you don't even you don't even know the the Mina from Twice, and he he did. She was always gonna be my love. I don't know, man. I feel like I simply cannot appreciate anime as much as I used to. This one was basically a love song to the parkour. Couldn't get me interested. Not even the parkour itself was so nicely animated. I mean, come on. We've seen these cliches enough times. Holy shit, this is the the brightest anime fan out there. Parkour. If I had understood this movie at any point during it, I probably would have thought, hey, this is pretty moving. Which would have been immediately counteracted by the memory that Hibiki is 18 and Uta is 16 and has the mental age of a child. I I always find... I do... That shit does weird me out, even as a kid, like the Lulu Dallas shit and everybody's lusting after her when she's like, uh, the Lulu Dallas. Lulu like, Dallas multipass. You don't like when yeah, she's Lulu Dallas multipass? Yeah, yeah. A little creepy. Uh, but that's, uh, is Mia jo- Jovovich, though. You know what I mean? I I'm get a, it. I know who Mia Jovovich is. <laughs> she's the Resident Evil. I get it. I saw her run down a building. Lulu Dallas multipass. I think there's like a trope. Uh, born yeah. hot yesterday or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what it is. That's what that thing is. Um, I can't think of too many other examples though. But my brain's not working there, very but I really well. Um, but yeah, Lila oh. Dallas is like the closest. That's the she's the the poster child for it these days. Uh, I guess like uh, what's her face from Firefly kind of qualifies. Oh, or oh. um. What was her name? Remember when they stole that gimmick from Outlaw Star? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Firefly is just like, hey, what if Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star and Star Trek and what if anime? Joss yeah. said, what if anime? And uh, some new girls for me to abuse on set. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Sarah Michelle Geller's not around to Got protect him. you now, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, worst movie I've seen in a while. I still don't know the plot, and the main characters are so boring and annoying. Plus, the main girl is like supposed to be a little kid, and the adult male is into her and swears she's the one and different without even having a single conversation with her. Sums up the male incel anime community. All right, actually, I'm on. I'm on this guy's side because <laughs> that that is the problem. Not only yeah, there's the age discrepancy, but and like 16 to 18, not too big a deal, but. The fact yeah, that she seems to have the mentality of, like, I don't know, six-year-old? <laughs> That's pretty weird. And then also, especially, yeah, they don't ever have conversations. They don't have any heart-to-hearts. You know what I mean? There's, like, not... 
they don't develop any kind of relationship, and he's just like, well, that's the only girl that's ever given me attention, so I need her. Well, I mean, what if no other girl gives him attention? Here's a player tip. You got to kill yourself. Oh, do you get a, do you get a do-over then? Nah, you can just kill yourself. Oh. There's nothing worse than being alone. So if it, you ever get, if it ever happens, even temporarily, momentarily, you got to kill yourself. got to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you ever, get yourself murdered. Yeah, if you're ever single for more than like six months. Uh, here's one star review that says semen. <coughs> nice. Letterboxd, all right. The female characters are weirdly sexualized. They are, actually. I mean, we've been doing it kind of as a joke on the podcast about the big titty scientist lady, but why is there just a big titty scientist lady in the movie? I don't know. What? Come up with an answer. I don't know. That's oh, not, that's, that's anime for you. Yeah, it's just anime stuff, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's too bad. Um, uh, I I know most of the movie or most of this episode, I complained about oh, anime is whack, anime is lame, anime used to be better, blah blah. blah. All that's true, but there are actually like um, modern anime films that I like. Uh, like I said, go check out Masaaki Yuasa's movies. Uh, Lou Over the Wall's Good, Night is Short, Walk On Girl, Ride Your Wave. Your Name is really good. I think Your Name did so well. It came out in like 2015, 2016, and it broke like box office records. It was like the highest grossing film in Japan since Spirited Away. Um, it seems like a lot of anime films since then, like this one, Bubble, have tried to copy the vaguely sci-fi fantasy romance sort of thing from that movie but none of them are as good as your name so if you ever have a desire to watch an anime film in this vein i guess probably just watch your name or princess mononoke i think that's my favorite like love story in anime because like who doesn't want to meet and fall in love with a wolf girl you feel me i mean probably lots of people (laughs) fucking what are they pussies (laughs) I remember when she's he first sees her, she's sucking the trying to suck the bullet out of the wolf and spitting blood, looking badass. It doesn't get any hotter than that. It's me. I'm just like Spike Spiegel. I'm, I love a woman that could kick my ass. Because he was in love with a woman that couldn't kick his ass, though. Yeah, but you know, you make exceptions for everyone. That's like me and uh, Mina from Twice. I don't think she could kick my ass. Ah, uh, Bubble. I give it shit, man. It's getting like a two out of ten. It's pretty bad. It's got like all the um, modern trappings of anime that I don't like, and then it doesn't even have like the the wherewithal to be visually interesting. So, fuck two out of ten. Fuck you, Bubble. Don't make this shit anymore. Shut down Studio What? Oh, I lost connection there for a second. Oh, <coughs> I just heard shut down Studio What is the last thing I heard. Oh, I said Bubble two out of ten. It's uh, yeah, I about... fuck one out of ten. I'm I hate this fucking thing. Yeah doesn't even have the, the courage to be visually interesting like the part when they're doing parkour when when uta first sings and they're doing parkour from like the floating like clumps of rock and it's like an overhead camera shot it looks fucking god awful i guess over the shoulder but man i don't know i don't know what's going on we got to put a stop to anime until we can figure out what the problem is i think we should just nuke japan again right well, they after they got bombed that one time, they came up with Godzilla. So who knows what they could do the second time? Am I right? Godzilla again, even Godzilla. 
Godzilla 2. Actually, I don't think we should bomb Japan. Um, I don't think we should bomb anyone. In fact. Yeah, sounds like real pussy talk. Yeah, I'm a bloodless hippie. I'm like, well, so let's not bomb anyone. huh? Sounds like yeah. Jimmy Carter. Let's fucking stop with all the bombs. Stop with all the capitalism. Why didn't the fucking everyone should just start producing art for art's sake? Why don't they do that? <laughs> Baffles me. <laughs> just make art. Just start donating money to make art. Why do you gotta make a profit off of this stuff? Making toys and stuff? I saw like hundreds of thousands of uh, Funko Pops. Yeah, because people gotta live. You know, that's gonna whole thing where you gotta like uh you gotta like you gotta you gotta eat and have a have a house, a roof to live under. Oh yeah, but we should. That like, should all. That should be provided for everyone. Yeah, but that's not how it works yet. So you know, it's still then you gotta make money off art. Why not? We came, all came together to build this stupid complex society so that there's just no. We endless didn't. Am- I didn't ask me my damn opinion about a goddamn thing. Yeah, but there's just an abundance of things available for people. But for some reason, we're not. We don't just give them out. What's the deal? We got all the houses we need. What's going on? We got all the food we need. We destroy food when it doesn't. You know what I mean? It's not a commodity. We got plenty of food. What's going on? Plenty of money uh, for anime. What do you mean? Scarcity is its own commodity. I guess supply creates its own demand. I guess I'll stop talking because it's tearing my throat up. And then I'm going to go eat and fucking go to bed, I guess. Because I fucking am falling apart. Remember my final words, my last wish. I gave my ashes to Mina and tell her to get revenge. <laughs> On COVID? On the United States government. They've done this to me. No, you know it's the goddamn Wuhan lab, the Wuhan flu. I don't want to cause further conflicts between Japan, Korea, and China. We can't have Mina going over there and assassinating Xi Jinping. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it'll be fun. All right, what are we watching next week? Oh, I don't know. I guess we should roll the dice. It's St. Patrick's Day next week. Do they got any Irish original films? Probably not. I didn't think. Can you roll I'm not going to check. You can. Oh, you tried to do it in Discord? <laughs> yeah, I thought they used to, I, think, I don't think I have it installed. Holy mid-movie, I was joining it, enjoying it at first, then boom, they added some dumbass corny anime bitch. She didn't talk. <laughs> she just moaned and cried. This movie shows how useless women are. All they do is moan and cry and fuck this movie. It's so mid. I wanted lit action, not corny romance. Okay. Oh, man. His uh, right. screen name on Letterboxd is Depressed UPS Guy. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if he's actually a UPS guy. No, he doesn't have a job. He's a hikikimori, an incel, a neat. Because he, <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. Because he's like, this movie shows how useless women are. And it's like, <laughs> you dummy, women are the coolest. All right, what are we watching? Eurovision. The fuck is that? <laughs> you mean Euro Trip? No, Scotty doesn't know. No, the Eurovision, Eurovision Song Contest. It's the that's the one. The story of uh, Rachel McAdams, Will Ferrell. What the fuck is this? Oh, it must be like a satire of the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Oh my. Okay. All right. I guess it it could be okay. All right. Tell me it'll be. Tell me it could be okay. God damn it. I, it's not gonna be okay, man. I don't think so. Will Ferrell's in it. Remember when he was funny? Anchorman. I, that was I like think he might be funny. I just don't think he's done, done a 
funny thing in a while. Man, I remember we went to see Talladega Nights, and if you don't chew Big Red, fuck you. you. (laughs) That is the greatest shit. Such a simple joke. Let's see, what's this fool directed? David Dalkin. A lot of shit. He directed a bunch of uh, Maroon 5 music videos. Oh, sweet. You know who the greatest band of this or any generation is? Not Maroon 5. Shit, he directed Tupac videos back in the day. But uh, he also directed um, Wedding Crashers and Shanghai Nights. Those, remember those two movies? He I didn't direct like Shanghai Noon, Shanghai but he Nights did Shanghai the Nights. It's inferior for the sequel, right? Shanghai Noon is a good one. So Shanghai Noon is the worst version of Rush Hour already, right? right? And then Shanghai Nights is the even worse sequel. That's correct. And then Wedding Crashers, uh, I'm, I'm guessing Wedding Crashers probably does not stand the test of time. I haven't watched it since 2006. Like yeah. When did it come out? 2005, yeah. Since 2005, I have not watched it. Yeah, I don't know the last time I've seen it. The theaters. I mean, I've seen pieces of it since then, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Yeah. Well, uh, we're watching his uh, his his most recent film, Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga from 2020. I didn't know this existed. Oh, man, I got a whole list of movies. I like that Rachel McAdams is in it. I find it weird that she's probably going to be the love interest. I mean, isn't their age like really different? But you know, that's Hollywood for you, baby. Um, let's check. So Will Ferrell's probably like a million years old, right? Fifty-five. Rachel McAdams, forty-four. You know what? That's probably fine. I feel like after like thirty-five, it doesn't matter anymore. Unfortunately, it looks like Sean's laptop died, so he's done for the recording. That's the end of the episode, anyways. Uh, next week, we'll watch Eurovision. Uh, go ahead, head on over to VHSKVLT.com, VHS Cult, to check out our other podcasts. Donate to the Patreon, please. I'm probably dying of, of coronavirus. It's going to require money to get my ashes to Mina so she can take revenge. On either the Chinese Communist Party or the United States government, preferably the United States government. They haven't raised millions of people out of poverty like the Chinese Communist Party. Otherwise, you know, just fucking go go tell it on the mountain. Tell it on the fucking Reddit threads and Twitch chats and TikToks. And tell everyone you know, your friends and your family, your haters, the ops, anyone. Tell them all. We're out here reviewing Netflix films. We're finding the good ones. So far, there's been like two. Whatever. Appreciate you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. 